Hey, hey, hey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Pastor Sean Strickland here with my super cute husband, Pastor Edwin Strickland. And can you hear us? That's the first thing we want to know is can you hear us? Yes, they say they can hear us. We're super excited to have you. And I don't know. I don't know where you guys live, but if you live in Arkansas, Texas, someplace like that. Um, I'm just glad that we can move around again. And drive on the road. And drive. We literally, <laughs> um, we had, it, the last time we went out was Saturday night before this past Thursday. Um, the snow started falling on Sunday, so mm-hmm. we had service. At, we did we did the virtual broadcast from home. And, man, it just was crazy. And, I mean, you know, just every moment, even our kids were like, man, we're so thankful we have power. We're so thankful yeah, that we have. because the people in Texas really of, got hit hard. Uh, people in Texas really got hit hard. And there are people who, you know, don't have, you know, homes. And, I mean, it just... Man, it just gave us an opportunity to be thankful and to help in the ways that we could, you know, to give money, donate to food banks, different things like that. And so we're just really thankful to see the snow melting. We're thankful to see that it's warmer. And so we're just, you know, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. We're glad to be here. And in spite of all of that, we are yet alive. We are in our our right minds and healthy. So that's something to give God praise. It is something to give God praise for. And so if you just made it through this week, right? You ought to offer a sacrifice of praise. You just made it like you made it. And so, you know, this is the time where we ask you to do what we call social media outreach. What does that mean? That means that we want you to share this broadcast with someone. That means that we want you, if you see one of your virtual partners who isn't in the house this morning, tag um, tag them, be like, (laughs) wake up. It's time to go to church. And they won't mind if you tag them, even if they're already on here. People watch from various platforms, so sometimes you may not see them and they may be on here but they don't mind if you tag them so go ahead if somebody you don't see tag them and say hey service is started looking forward to seeing you or you know something like that no it's super cool and you know you and i want to remind you guys you know you can put the broadcast in your story yes and it'll stay there for 24 hours and then when that 24 hours is over you can put this um the broadcast in your story again and we hope you're listening to the teachings at least twice a week why because we don't despise repetitive teaching mm-hmm. and the more you hear it here's the thing that's so beautiful the more you change the way you hear the word changes that's true. and you it's just like if you've ever watched a movie um the other day um, I watched Captain Marvel two times back to back. I literally watched it <laughs> all the way through and then Disney Plus, way to go. And then I went back and watched it all the way through again. Back to back watching the movie, I saw things the second time that I didn't see the right, first time. Right. And when we will treat the word that way, when we will listen to it, there will be literally be a message. And maybe in one thing you go, oh, Pastor Emma said that and it really resonated with me. And then you, the next time it's like, oh, Pastor Sean said that I didn't even hear that. That's why we don't despise repetitive teaching. It's why when I read the Bible like that, you know, you yes. read a scripture one week and it means something else to you. You read another week and you get some more out of it. You just meditate on that word and you just get everything. Thing you can out of it right absolutely and you know the bible says um that the word we should desire it more than our necessary food mm-hmm. because the word has the power to change your life so that's the first thing i want everybody to say this morning i know you've already told us where you're from hashtag live if you're watching the replay hashtag replay but i want everybody to say this morning the word changes my life Amen. the word changes my life because we want you guys to fall in love with the word why because the word will change your Absolutely. life it's the only Absolutely. thing that will change your life Absolutely. it's the why is it the only way the only thing that will change your life 
Because the word is the only thing that can change you. Mm. Because everything else really just teaches you management of mm -hmm. self. But the Bible says that the word is alive, it's powerful. It literally took Jesus from word form and made him living in the flesh. So literally the word has the power that once we recognize who God has said we are, it makes us become that, mm -hmm. it produces that, right? Mm -hmm. And so we encourage you, put it in your story, share it in groups where it's okay for you to share it. And I wanna encourage you this, engage in the broadcast. There are some of you, you watch the broadcast, you don't engage. We don't know you're here, so we don't know that we in relationship. We don't even know you came to visit us, right? And sometimes it's funny. I see people in the grocery store, and they're like, hey, we watched the broadcast. Tell us that you're watching. Yeah. I hear people. Say people, amen. Say, say I agree. Right. Say people, I have something. <laughs> people I went to high school with, people you went to high school with, people yeah. we went to college with. If you're watching, listen, this is not like, um, this is not like, you know, something that you're just a voyeur, where you're just a watcher, you actually can engage in this. So if you haven't told us where you're watching from, hashtag live and tell us where you're watching from, right? And so we are super ready today. And now we've just got a few announcements. Yes, we got a few announcements you want to make sure that you are aware of. As always, we have a multitude of ways for you to be able to be involved with the ministry, with the word, uh, ways to strengthen your faith, to grow your faith, grow your maturity. Uh, all throughout the week. You can see all of those things on the screen right there. Uh, we have strategies for success each Monday with Pastor Shun at 12 noon. Uh, she does that from her professional page and sometimes from her personal page as well. Uh, if you haven't liked her page, go to it, like it, click the fact that you want to get notifications when she goes live and you'll be able to make sure to tune in every Monday at 12 o'clock noon Central Standard Time. Wait, and I want to plug this. This Monday, I'm going to be talking about how black women have the right to rest. So if you are a black woman who has a lot of guilt and struggle about rest and different things like that, you need to be sure to join because we go break some chains about that. Okay, so that's strategies for success <laughs> <laughs> each Monday at 12 noon Central Standard Time. On Tuesday nights, we have prayer, corporate prayer. It's done at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. It is done uh, from a multitude of platforms. So if you've liked one of our platforms, you will be notified about that. Uh, each Tuesday night is led by one of our intercessory prayer uh, team partners. Uh, and we encourage you to come. I absolutely enjoy Tuesday nights. Yeah. I, I look forward yeah. to it. And then on Wednesday nights, uh, we typically we have what's called Refresh Bible Study, uh, and that's led by Pastor Ralph. And he's been so gracious to allow us to use Wednesday nights to do our partnership class, which is it was actually his idea to do that that way. And I think it's a wonderful idea. Uh, what we're doing is we're taking all 14 of our partnership lessons. And for those who uh, may be new to the ministry or those who have been new within the last couple of years, where well, we kind of really didn't take everybody through it uh, in a systematic way, you can now join us each Wednesday night uh, and you can go through those partnership lessons. We've had three of them so far. Uh, this coming up week will be our fourth one. And if you say, well, wow, I missed the last three, no worries, we've recorded those for you. You can go back and you can listen to each one of those. One was on salvation, uh, what was on understanding church vision. And then I talked last week about catching the pastor's heart. And so uh, those three have been done. And then we have another one coming up this week and you don't wanna miss it. Also on Thursday nights, it's important to make sure make this note that on Thursday nights, we have uh, our, what's called Ignite. It's an opportunity for our teens to interact. Uh, I walked by my daughter's room last week and I know that they were uh, on there. They were talking about love and the different types of love and God's love. And I heard uh, Miss Antresa was teaching uh, them. And so I know they meet every Thursday at 730. 
Uh, and if you have a teen and you want to get your teen involved with that, simply go to www.focchurch.com. Uh, you can go there. You'll find a link for Victory Zone and Ignite. Uh, and then just click on there, read that information. Reach out to us if it doesn't make sense in how to do that. And we would love to get your teen connected. Uh, for your littles, as we call them, uh, your elementary age children, we have what's called Victory Zone. Uh, and they produce on-demand videos, uh, which means that they don't have to wait till Sunday uh, to watch them. They can watch them over and over again, uh, and they can learn about God as well. And so uh, just big shout out to, to the team who keeps all of that going. And I want to say this, those Ignite, I mean, those Victory Zone videos, oh, yeah. man, you you adults should watch them sometimes. Sometimes they just help you get <laughs> they, in a better they, mood. It's so plain they just, and understanding. They just help yes. you get in a better mood. It's so cute, yes. and it helps you get in a better mood. So if you're finding yourself having a bad day sometimes, and nothing is able to shift you out of that funk. You ought to go over there to Victory Zone and watch the little songs and watch all yes. the enthusiasm from people like Pastor Chris and Ari and people like that. And if that doesn't get you in a better mood, then listen, just take a nap and start <laughs> over. But let me tell you, Victory Zone will help everybody. Amen. And so that's something for Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, something for the teens on Thursday. And then in the month of February, in the month of February, each, each morning, each Friday morning, I should say, uh, in the month of February, we have something called the Champion Circle. And the Champion Circle is for those of us who are serious about prayer. Uh, we serious. We don't just do Tuesday nights. That's great. Uh, we don't just do the 21 days. That's great. But we're going to dig in here for another month, the month of February, every Friday morning, 6.30 a.m., we get up and we pray together because the family that prays together is not only the family who stays together, but the family who wins together. Win. And so yeah. We, yeah. we want you to join us, set your alarms at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're thinking that's too early, let me tell you, we got people on the West Coast. It's 4.30 a.m. their time. And a couple of them hadn't missed one yet. They are mm -hmm. on there every single morning, 4.30 every Friday morning. So we encourage you to join Champions Circle, okay? And so 6.30 a.m. each Friday morning, make sure you're doing that. Also, just as a reminder, uh, this afternoon at 6 p.m., we have communion. Corporate communion will take place this Sunday at 6 p.m. The Zoom invite has already been sent out. Uh, it is located in, in the multitude of places on our Facebook page, the Fellowship of Champions Facebook page, the Fellowship of Champions virtual partners page, uh, within the FOC Northwest Arkansas page. And I think I put it on my page as well. So uh, the, the Zoom link is there. Uh, join us tonight at 6 p.m. It won't take but about 30 minutes or so. We'll come together. Uh, we'll take communion. And it's a great time to take communion after we're going to talk about the power in the name of Jesus today. Amen. And so you're going to want to come and take communion with us. And then Pastor Sean and I will hang on afterwards uh, if you have any questions related to partnership or just any any questions, really. We'll just kind of hang around and talk for a minute till everybody's done and then we'll hop off. So you come join us for communion. And if you don't have any questions, you can hop off uh, after that. Uh, with that being said, I think that's all of our announcements for this week. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not mention virtual partnership. Thank you so much. Virtual partnership. We added 11 new virtual partners this week. Yay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 11 new virtual welcome. partners. You should have gotten your email response. 
Uh, you should have gotten the information on how to join the Fellowship of Champions uh, virtual first Facebook page. And again, let me just say, when we say virtual partner, we don't mean you're a lesser partner than a local partner. We just mean you don't live here locally. Uh, we wish you did. We wish you lived here locally. But since you don't, uh, we want to still invite you to be partners with us. And so uh, if you want to be a virtual partner, simply go to the webpage, uh, www.focchurch.com and scroll up a little bit. Just a stroll up. <laughs> just go up a little ways and you can find uh, that registration link. Just register. Send us an email and we'll get back to you. And hey, you know, we'll be family. If you don't tell us, as Pastor Sean said, if you don't tell us we go together, then we don't go together. So you got to tell us. So I think with that being said, maybe now I have finished all the announcements for this week. Yeah, we try, you know, we try to take this time. Listen, one of the things that we know about a church is that the the church will respond to the degree that the leadership responds. That's right. So one of the reasons that we always take the time to go through the announcements is that we want you to know these aren't just page fillers. These aren't just time right. fillers, right? So we take the time to say to you that we think partnership class is important. We think prayer is important. We think um, Bible study, when it goes back to regular Bible study, we think those things are important. We think praise and worship is important. Mm -hmm. And we try to model that for you guys, because I don't know if you notice it, but we attend the service. <laughs> like we are, we we're, we're not, not just, just for y'all. We're not just for, for you guys. Ooh, yeah. You may notice that on some Wednesday nights I'm not there with Ralph, but that's because I teach another class right, on Wednesday right. nights. But we attend the services because we're not people. We're not people who ask you to worship and we don't worship, yeah, right? That's crazy. We're not people who ask you to pray and we don't pray. We're not people who ask you to tithe and we don't tithe. We we model out this word for you because the Bible says to follow after those who through faith and patience have received the promise. That's right. Now this is an important thing that I want to say about partnership class partnership number one if you are a virtual partner you need to go to partnership class yes. because you need to understand who you're connected to and you need to understand your roles responsibilities and your rights and what we believe about certain things Absolutely. that's the great thing about partnership you, that class. it'll give you clarity about what we believe now the other thing too is that there are many of you you want to be partners and you're like but i have a church home so you can still be a partner with us, even though you have a church sure. home. We talk about this, that Pastor Edwin and I, we're both partners with other ministries, mm -hmm. even though this is our church home. Listen, guys, we are one body with many parts. Yeah. One body with many parts. I got two different parts. church homes besides FOC. You got two different church homes? I got homes? two. <laughs> yeah, I just got one. But, you know, um, and so we, we because because they're, because we don't have everything that you need. No one ministry gift has everything that you need. And so it's your responsibility to position yourself. But Amen. here's something people have asked me. When the pandemic is over, what are we going to do with virtual partners? We're going to keep having a virtual yeah, service. Absolutely. We're going to keep having a virtual service because one of the things that we know is that there are people who were not going to church at all before this pandemic. And because of Fellowship of Champions, they are now going to church. And, you know, while we would like to hope that everybody would go back to a local church, all the research is telling us that people aren't. The research is telling us that even people who started with Fellowship of Champions this time sure. last year, some of them won't ever come some back. Of them won't ever come back. Yeah. And so we bless them. We pray that they will find a place that's amazing for yes. them. But when this is over, we're still going to have connection. So we will be having a live service and we will be having a virtual service. And what we've decided is that we're not going to 
just stream our live service. No. We're going to have a, a virtual, service virtual service and a live service. Yep. So the first way that um, Fellowship of Champions is going to get to multiple services is that we are going to have a live service and a virtual service. Right. Now, with that being said, we expect all local partners to be <laughs> in the house. We expect <laughs> local partners to be in the house. Don't be laying up in your bed right now in Springdale or Fayetteville talking about, oh, pastor them said they're going to keep virtual service. <laughs> right. No, we want you to come to service, right? And so I just want to encourage you and let you know, we're not just here for you in the pandemic. We are in a long-term relationship Amen. Amen. to help you do the fulfillment of Fellowship of Champions vision, which That's is right. that you would walk in love, yep. live by faith, so and experience, experience God's prosperity in, in every, every area of life. life. Now, we're talking about the name of Jesus mm -hmm. today. We know this is your season of great harvest, mm -hmm. and this is your year of release. And I just want to give you a couple of quick release testimonies, because when we talk about release, we're not just talking about the good things that are coming to you. We're talking about the things that are being released from you. Mm. I got a testimony this week from a young lady who said that when I did healing service mm -hmm. early in the month of January, right? She wanted me to know that she realized that she had done the forgiveness exercise right. and that her knees had not hurt since. Praise God. So she released that offense. So she was able to receive healing. Praise and so God. we want you to know that when we're talking about the year of release, we're not just talking about what God is released to us, yes. healing, deliverance, promotion, favor, all of that. We're also saying this is a season where you are going to release things that don't mm -hmm. fit you. Yes. They don't serve yep. you. Right. And we were talking anger, bitterness, anger, bitterness, all those things. but even things like this, here's what other people are going to see released. We were talking to a good friend yesterday who released a house that no longer serves them. Oh, yeah. They're, you're gonna, you're beginning to release things because just, I mean, <laughs> it's gonna be instant. You guys are gonna literally wake up, and they're gonna be things that you used to feel okay and comfortable in, and all of a sudden, your eyes are gonna be illuminated with light that God now has Ephesians three twenty for you, and it's time for you to go to your next. So I need everybody by faith right now declaring mm. release. Yeah, you need to be declaring right now. I want to be released from every everything that is keeping me from my divine identity, everything that is keeping me from my divine destiny, everything that is keeping me from the favor that's on my mm -hmm. life, everything that is keeping me from a divine health and wholeness, I'm releasing that so I can receive what God has released. And the illustration, I know everybody has seen this on Facebook. It is when God, I mean, it's a father, but it's a picture of God. And there's a little girl holding a teddy bear. And behind his back, he has a really big teddy bear mm. and he's asking her to give him mm. the teddy bear that she has, the little, one. The little teddy bear. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that God is exchanging some little things for some big things. Well, we he, know that because he tells us, he says, you give me your morning and I give you joy. Yes. But you got to release the morning. Yes. First. You gotta, so you got to release something in order to receive something. And here's the thing. God's not a trickster. Yes. So if you're going to release, if God is asking you to release something, it's only because what he's going to replace that with is greater than what you release. But I love the example that you use because this has been a heavy season for people. Mm. And you said literally, he says, 
You give me your morning. Mm -hmm. Give me I, your sadness and disappointment. Your grief. Yes. Your anxiety, yes. your frustration. Shout release. Come on. I feel God on that. Make an exchange this morning. I know things are different. I know that people are tired of COVID fatigue. I know that you're tired of not hugging people. I know you're tired of not being yep. on the beach. I'm yep. tired of yep. not being on yep. the beach. But I can make an exchange. And even though I may not be able to physically go to the beach, even though I physically may not be able to see all my friends and family, I can can still walk in the still joy of the Lord. the Lord. It is a season. So I want you to ask God right now, ask the Holy Spirit as you are, as we're getting ready to dive into this teaching of understanding the power of the name of Jesus. What is he asking you to release today? Mm -hmm. It may be a person. It may be an idea of who you are. That's not what God mm -hmm. said about you. It may be a belief that used to serve you. It may be a belief that used to serve you. And I'm going to give you this quick example. When the kids were little, I was very, very clear that in that season, I was not supposed to travel and be right, all over the right, world. Right. I was very clear right. about that. No matter how many people tried to get me to move, I knew that wasn't the timing of God for my life. But literally when Canaan hit about 12, the Lord shifted the season. And many of you, you are in the middle of a, she, a season shift. You are in the middle of a season shift. And what you don't even realize is that you're trying to hold on to what doesn't fit you anymore. Mm. Today is the day to release the things that don't fit you anymore. Amen. There are some places that don't fit you anymore. There are some friends that don't fit you anymore. There are some jobs that don't fit you anymore. There are some cities that don't fit you anymore. And it is time to release and one of the ways we release mm -hmm. is through the name of Jesus. Amen. And, Amen. and here's the thing, it can be tough to release. We're Come not on, telling you that it. we're not telling you that what you're going to have to do won't take some some effort on your part. Come but, on. But look at the scripture we've been using with the year of release. Psalms 125 5 and 6. If you start to look at that and you look at that scripture, the first thing it says in there is it says those who sow their tears, watch that, as seeds mm -hmm. will reap a harvest with joyful shouts of glee. It lets us know there may be some difficulty in, in, in making that release. But just because yeah. it's difficult don't mean we don't do it. Yeah. Just because it's hard doesn't mean we don't press through. So it may be hard to give up this friend who I know always seems to, to lead me down the wrong path. It may be hard to give up this job that seems so secure, but, but you know, they hired me when nobody else would. It may seem hard to give all that up. And he says, you may have to obey God. You may have to release with some tears in your eyes. But notice the next part of that scripture, though. It says, they may Weep as they go out, carrying their seed to sow, but they will return with what? Joyful laughter and shouting with what? Gladness as they bring back, here's our part, arm loads of blessings arm loads. and a harvest, a harvest overflowing, overflowing. Literally, he says, if you will give me, if you will release to me this stuff and invoke my name when you do it, he says that I will deliver unto you arm loads of blessings and a harvest that's overflowing. Well, and you know, one my of the God. reasons that's so good, but you know, one of the reasons why it can be difficult to release you know, it's easy to release the stuff that we know is painful to us. Sure. You know what's hard to release? The stuff in our comfort zones. Mm -hmm. The stuff in our comfort zones, mm -hmm. right? 
it can be difficult to release the things that are in our comfort zones, right? And so you're in this season where you're like, but I know this person. You're in this season where you're like, but I know this job, but I know I've always lived here. I've always done this. I've always whatever. And so the fight in you is that it is comfortable. But now you got to have the courage to be like Abraham, where when God says, come on, there's a place I want to show you. Mm -hmm. I want to show you. I want to show you a new place. Listen, I don't care how dope your life is and I don't care how ready your life is. God has a new place for you. Amen. Amen. I don't care how great your life Amen. is. I don't care how bad your life is. God has a new place for in you. Fact, go ahead and type that in the comment section. Say God has a new place for me. Yes. That's, that's, that is part of your that's part of your next. As Pastor Sean said, we were going to release and head to our next. That is part of your next. And Amen. don't miss don't miss what God has for you now, stuck in what God had for you then. That's right. Don't miss it. Get Have the courage to go in faith and trust. God is not done with your life. He hasn't tapped out your life. In fact, Ephesians 3.20, that's the scripture I've been meditating on this week. It says he wants to do exceeding abundantly above. So that means that literally if all of us wrote down every single thing we could imagine happening in our life, every good thing that we could imagine, the Bible says he wants to go above that. Mm -hmm. That if you take your best dream, your best plan, your our marriage is example of he that. He wants to supersize your he dream. He wants to supersize <laughs> Come he on. Wants to Somebody ought to feel that by dream. the Holy Ghost. God wants to, he wants to supersize your peace. Mm -hmm. He wants to supersize your health. Yes. He wants to supersize your fun, your yes. bank accounts, your network. Yes. He wants to supersize the love in your relationships. He wants to supersize your peace. So supersize your joy. Come on and shout, supersize me. You know, it's funny because whenever we go to on vacation, you know, no matter where we go no matter what room we book when we get there we always ask for an upgrade we always ask we for always upgrade. ask do you have yes, an upgrade have is there upgrade. a bigger room available how can we upgrade god wants to upgrade us god wants so he wants to supersize our dreams and he wants to upgrade us as he takes us to a new place and the way he's going to do that is going to be through us understanding the power of his name. The power of I'm his I'm so name. excited about today's lesson. The power of, of understanding the power in the name of Jesus. There's so much power in his name. Yeah. And as we were, as I was going through and and and, and re-looking at the notes from last week, and we talked about some exciting things, and we didn't even get to the 10 things we're going to talk about today. But we're going to get to them today. We're going to get to them. But when I started looking through them, I got so excited about each one. And I was like, I can only teach five of these. Yes. <laughs> like you gotta teach five, and I gotta teach five, but they they were all so good. Well, I'm right? gonna tell you what I did. What'd you do? I stopped looking at yours. You stopped looking at mine. I just I, 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 I want to teach yours too. And so I was just like, I just won't even look at yours. I'm just gonna uh, look listen, at mine. They're so good, and I hope that it blesses you today. So, what we want to do is we're gonna give you our foundational scripture in Matthew 28. Uh, 16 through 20. We want to give you that foundational scripture. And then we want to jump right into the ten, these right. 10 things. Yes. We don't want to get caught up in know, anything we else. Know, we we want to give them to you. And then if we got other questions, we could deal with them at six o'clock tonight doing the Q&A. Right? Yes. So let's look at Matthew 28, uh, verse 16 through 20. Uh, and, and I'm going to read these out of the translation that I have. But you look at the one on your screen. I think it's all the same. We'll get there. It says, now the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had designated. And when they saw him, the Bible says they worshiped him. It says, but some doubted that it was really him. Jesus came up and he said to them, he said, all authority. Now notice this in parentheses, all 
power of absolute rule in heaven and in earth. It has been given to me. That means some, that means he someone gave it to him as, a, as a, when Jesus was on earth, that same power that he mm -hmm. had before he left heaven, mm -hmm. it was now given to him. Mm -hmm. He says, go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, help the people to learn of me, learn of me, believe in me. And I like this last one. Obey my words. He says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And lo, he says, don't forget this. I am with you always remaining with you perpetually, regardless of circumstance and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. Now, why is this important? Because this is not something that we have to try to uh, figure out. This is literally <laughs> Jesus saying, I have been given all power, all absolute rule in heaven, all absolute rule in the earth and anywhere else in between. That this authority, this power has been given to me. Yes. He then speaks to his disciples and said, now I need you to go tell everybody tell in everybody. every nation under every tongue that what I just told you, Come on. which is that all power, all authority and all rule has been given to me. Now, Jesus wanted them to know that because he knew that there was going to be a time where he was going to then give us that same authority. Yes. So he sets them up. He says, go tell everybody this. He says, and let them know. He says, I want you to I want you to make disciples of them. Now, you talked about this last week and we won't spend a lot of time. But no. disciples is not just having people say I go to a church. Come on. Discipleship is not just having people say I make a commitment. But then there's no there's no training. There's no change in their life. He says, I need you to go and I need you to help the people learn. That means somebody's got to teach them. Yes. He says, help the people learn about me. Mm -hmm. And he don't just mean that he was Jesus, Mary's baby, Joseph's uh, baby. No, no. He says, help them learn of me, meaning the essence of who I am and what I bring with me. We talked about last week that his name was Jesus, and that means the anointing. Yeshua. Yeshua. It's the anointing. Jesus Christ means the anointed one who carries the anointing with him. He says, learn of me, then teach him to believe in me. In other words, not just know who I am, but believe that everything that I have said about me is true Come on. and that they can bet their life on it. Yes. He says, and then teach them to obey my word yes. because that's the connect. That's the connector. You know, it's like a, I was thinking about this. If you have power in your home and you have uh, an appliance that needs to be plugged in, the electricity in your home and the appliance can both work. But neither one of them are going to do what they're really designed to do until you connect them together. Until you connect them together. So I can believe, but if I'm not obeying, there's no connection. Yes. I can say that I'm obeying, but I don't really believe what he said he's going to do. I don't Come really believe he's going to bless. There's no connection. So Jesus is the electricity. He is the power. And I'm the I'm the appliance. I need to be believing. And I, and I don't work unless I get plugged into him. That's right. That's why earlier in 2020, we taught the Holy Ghost is the plug. Yes, he's he the is plug. the plug. Because he's we got to get plugged in. Somebody go ahead and say that. Say, Holy Spirit is the plug. Holy Spirit is the <laughs> I plug. I know y'all talking about, wait a minute, I got a different plug. No, we're no, trying no, to get no. you to get no, rid no. of that other plug. Because you get the, right get, plug. Right plug. get the right plug. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is the plug. He now, is. listen, it's so important that you listen to what he says in Matthew 28, yes. right? Because Matthew 28 is a fulfillment of Genesis 1.
Right. In Genesis 1, he says, we... Now, you he, know you're about to talk about my point, but you go ahead. Am I about to talk about, about the to, point? I thought you uh, wouldn't read my points. Uh, <laughs> you're about to read my point, but go but ahead, because it's a good point. But the go, word just preaches. Go ahead, preach it, baby. Oh, oh. In Genesis 1, it tells us that God created us in his image, in his image. and in his likeness. Yes. So when Jesus comes and does this and he comes back and he says, all authority and power has been given to me. That's why the Bible refers to him as the last Adam. See, the first Adam had all power and authority. Yes. Come on, somebody. Come on, come on. And then he got tricked out of it by the enemy. Come and on, then Jesus one. came back. <laughs> <laughs> then Jesus came back and said, and he came back to, the Bible says in first John that he came to to undo the works Come of the on, enemy. Preach, the preacher. work of the enemy. Hear me when I hear what I'm about to tell you. Sin is a fruit of the work yes. of the enemy. Yes. The work of the enemy was he displaced human beings mm -hmm. from their place of authority. Mm -hmm. Sin is the result of being displaced. Yes. Then Jesus comes and says, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got something to put you back in your mm -hmm. place. Not only am I putting you back in your place. Now, see, somebody ought to get excited because this ain't the Jesus you heard about. You just heard about little baby Jesus. I'm talking about grown up, all power and authority Jesus, who then comes back and says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to undo what the enemy did. And he says, and now I'm giving you, I have all power and now I'm giving you power. I'm telling you that means you're not supposed to be beat up by life. Amen. You are not supposed to be beat up with sickness, with disease, with anxiety, with depression, with oppression, people running you out your job. You can't lay down and sleep at night. That is not the real you. You are called to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish, to subdue, and to exercise dominion. Amen. That means through the Lord Jesus Christ, anything you see in your life that does not look like heaven, you can tell it to get in this proper Amen. place, which is out of your life. Out of your life. Out of your life. Come on, point one. <laughs> That's not even point one. It is point one, but it's good, though. She said it up perfectly. Let's get into these 10 things to know about the name of Jesus. And she just gave you the, 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 the preamble to the first one. Number one, his name gives us our identity. Come on. If you don't understand the power in the name of Jesus, you don't understand your God-given identity. Because you were just talking about the Genesis story. Mm -hmm. In the Genesis story, we know that before man was ever created, that we had God the Father, we had God the, the Son, and we had God Holy Spirit were one. And they said, let us do what? Make, Make man, man in what? Our, our image. And our likeness. And our likeness. It says, and the Bible says that when they did that, that God breathed into Adam and Adam became a what? Speaking spirit. In other words, Adam became a being just like God. A being just like and God. And we know he had to be just like God because the essence of who God is was the only thing that was breathed into him. It's the only thing that went into Adam. It's the thing that gave him life. It's the thing that made his mind work. It's the thing that made the blood run through his veins. He had everything in him that God did, which is why the Bible tells us later on over there in Psalms, it says that even angels marvel at mankind. 
And even after they said, what is man that thou are mindful of him, that thou would create him a little lower than yourself, a little lower than Elohim. And we know the Bible uses the word angels, which is a bad interpretation. He says, why would you make man just a little lower than you? And, and it, when he says lower, it don't mean lesser. It just talk about status. We know God is the father. Even Jesus says, hey, look, I don't do anything but what the father does. He on, understood teach, status. Teach. He understood that. So he says, we have, he has made us just like him. The status is different, but the essence is the same. But the essence is the, the same. The status is different, but the essence is the same. And so God uh, knew that by creating Adam just like him, his identity would have to come from him. And as you said, it wasn't until Adam and Eve forfeited that right that then Jesus had to show up on the scene in the earth to say, hey, now look, I need the earth to know that what we created before the enemy messed it up, we about to redo this thing. We about and to here's how we're going to redo it. I'm going to go to the cross. And when I go to the cross, I'm going to die, but I ain't going to stay dead. When I go, to, ah. when I die, I'm going to hell. I'm taking everything back that the enemy stole. I'm going to bring it back and I'm going to toss all the keys of all that power that I mentioned in Matthew 28 right back to you. Right, he said, right, and while right. I do that, all I need you to do is to tell everybody that all this power belongs to me so that when I get up, they know where it's coming from. Well, and this is what's so important because now where a lot of believers are stuck is that they're asking God to do what he's empowered what them to do. already empowered so them you, to do. You hear people saying, God, come take my anger. Mm -mm. God, come deal with this sickness. God, will you please do this? He's like, no, no, baby. I gave you the keys. Open up your mouth and decree and declare that heaven be released. Yes. And see, some of you, you are begging for what you already own. Ooh. You're begging for what you already own. You're begging for a freedom that already but God, don't you see me? God, yeah, I see you. That's why I gave yeah, you power. Yeah. That's why I gave you keys. I believe it was DJ Khalid who said, we got the keys. No, we got the keys in the body of Christ. We have the key to freedom. We got the key to favor. We got the key to healing. We got the key to the next promotion. We got the key to deliverance over the works yes. of the enemy. We have the keys, but baby, you have to use your keys. And if you think that the name of Jesus is something that you are using to call, My like God. you want Superman to come and stand in your, your situation, you need to understand that the name of Jesus makes you the superhero. He said, I need you to teach. The, I need you to go and, and, and have them to learn of me. Learn of I me. need you to go and have them to believe in me. Mm -hmm. I need you to go and have them obey me. Because when you do those three things, you invoke the power that is the name of Jesus. Come on. You, you get your identity. Come on. You know, people talk all the time about how so many kids aren't raised in the home with their father. And so they have these father crises. Listen, you don't want to be in a church and have a father crisis because you ain't relating to Jesus. Come on. You don't want you don't you don't want to be one of those Christians who who feel like he's not in the house with his father. Jesus is in the house. He says, "But you got to learn to relate to me. You got to understand that when you obey me, when you believe in me, and when you learn of me, that there is power in my name." Go ahead. I know you're ready to bring. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Jesus. Go ahead. I thought you were about to hit Go me. Go ahead. So no, no, I just got so. <laughs> so I'm number sorry. one. Woo. I'm sorry. So number one, his name gives us our identity. As Christians, we are identified with God because we believe in the name of Jesus and we obey His word. In fact, the Bible says in Acts 11 and 26, they thought they was making fun of the folks. But the Bible says his disciples were called Christians 
first in Antioch. Why? Because he honest, they, they honestly thought they were mocking the people. But it's a compliment if you really understand the name Christian because it means to be Christ-like. To be Christ-like. Not, 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 not this religious idea of Christianity that has infiltrated, especially within America, where you can't tell the difference between religious and, and patriotism and some other isms, right? But we're talking about being Christ-like. And when you are Christ-like, praise God, there is power that comes with that likeness. My goodness, that's so good. And listen, the reason we want to know this identity that we have, I'm going to get into point two, but I want to say this. The reason that we need to know this identity that we have is because even in church, our identity has been watered down. If you look at in, in mm. Psalms 8, when it talks about little lower than angels, that's not the text of the scripture. Scripture. Mm -hmm. It says a little lower than Elohim. Elohim. Elohim is God. That is not that is not the same as being a little lower than angels. And one of the manipulations of the enemy is to use religion to get you to believe that you are lower than you are. Lesser than, you, lesser are. than you are. Why? Because if he can get you to believe that you are lower than what you are, he can see. Hear he me. Rob you of your identity. Uh, you need to hear this. The enemy is an, was, is an angel. Mm -hmm. So if you believe that you are a little lower of angels, lower than angels, then you don't actually believe you have dominion over the defeated mm. one because he was an angel. Mm. God was very intentional in what he did. He made us a little lower than himself so that we could exercise dominion over everything he had dominion over. See, you got devils that's playing around in your house because you don't think you have authority over them. You think you need somebody else to come and help you. Come you on. think you need God to come, come in your on. house, but the Bible says come it's on. Christ in us. Yeah. The, hope of, the glory. hope of glory. See, when Jesus walked the earth, he could only be in one place yes. at one time. The reason that he had to die is so he could disperse the Holy Spirit everywhere. So right now, the Holy Spirit is in you in South Africa. He's in you in South Arkansas. He's in you in South Florida. He's in us in Northwest Arkansas. And we have the authority to command that everything in our life aligns. And let me tell you something. This kind of teaching offends religious people because you're walking around living as a victim thinking you can't live your best life until you get to heaven. You have authority over hell and every demon right now, but you got to stand up and take your place. Praise, black woman. <laughs> you can't teach about Jesus and I'm not getting worked up. You just can't teach about Jesus. I, listen, Don't let him rob you, you can... of your identity. You, there is power in the name of Jesus, and that name is designed to get you to know who you are. You best believe that the kids of Bill Gates and the Waltons and other people, they are not mistaken about what power comes with their name. Come on. They are not mistaken about the LeBron James kids understand there is some power in their name, last name, James, and being attached to first name, LeBron. There is power in your name because you are attached to the name that is above every name. The Bible says that at his name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. So if he is Lord and you go in his name, then you're Lord over every problem. You better you're Lord on. over every situation. You better you're Lord on. over every circumstance. I'm telling you, there is power in his name. Point number one, 
Now you can go point two. <laughs> yes. And point number two is the name of Jesus is above, above every, every other name. name. No, no, no. Every other name. Every okay? other name. Every other every name. Other the name of Jesus is above every other name. Listen, and I know y'all have this in the King James. I want to read it in the King, King James, and then I want to read it in the Passion. Okay. It says in King James, in the King James Version in Philippians 2, 9 through 11, it says, Wherefore God has also, has Hi. also, highly, highly, exalted him and given him a name which is above every other name, mm -hmm. that at the name of Jesus, yes. every knee should bow and every, wait, I got, I'm right looking on my phone. The lips were too right small, here. right here. <laughs> Wherefore God has also, has God also has highly exalted him and giving him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. Mm -hmm. Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. In the Passion Translation it says because of that obedience this is important that's mm -hmm. why we talked about obedience last week. See Jesus obbed his way back into authority. Mm -hmm. And so we have to obey our way in even a, into, into authority. The, he, he, the, the Bible says even yes. into the cross. Uh, obedience is so important. See, the enemy wants to make obedience, make you feel like you're being constrained, mm. make you think that God don't want you free because he knows that obedience is the pathway to authority. I cannot operate in any greater authority than I am subject to. So in the Passion Translation, it says because of that obedience, God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. Wait, multiplied hold on, hold greatness. on. So you mean the greatness that we saw on the earth mm -hmm. wasn't the fullness of the greatness of God. Mm -mm. It says that he, because Jesus obeyed until the cross, that what God did was he exalted him and he multiplied his greatness and he has now been given the greatest of all names. Mm. So literally, you talked about how if you Bill Gates kids, you know it. Mm -hmm. If you, if you, the Sam Walton mm -hmm. kids, grandkids, you know that. If you're LeBron James kids, you know that. Here you are a whole kid of the king and do don't you know, know it. Do you but know do that? you know it? Do you, do know, you that? know it? Are you saying Jesus is some cute little catchphrase at the end? You know, it's like when we used to write letters. Kids now don't have to write letters, but when we were in third, fourth grade, we used to learn how to write letters, mm -hmm. and at the end, you'd have to end the letter with something mm -hmm. sincerely. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, a love. And many best people, regards. best regards, <laughs> and many people you're using the name of Jesus as the closing of your prayer with no understanding of the authority of that name mm -hmm. towards the prayer but it says that what he has done the authority of the name of Jesus so if I'm saying the name but I don't understand the authority Ooh, ain't nothing on, happening come on if I'm saying the name but I don't understand the authority ain't nothing happening mm -hmm. because of that obedience God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. Shout, he's the greatest. He's the greatest. He's, he's the greatest. He's his the name greatest is the greatest. Of all names. Of all names. Of all Wait names. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because it names. gets better, right? It says the authority of the name of Jesus causes every knee to bow every in knee. reverence. Everything and everyone will one day submit to the name in the heavenly realm and in the earthly realm and in the demonic realm and every tongue will proclaim in every language Jesus is the Lord Yahweh mm -hmm. bringing glory and honor to God his father mm -hmm. I want y'all to understand this Jesus is Lord Yahweh he's Lord Yahweh he is the anointed one he is the anointed one he is the anointed one and because I'm in him 
And what is he anointed to do? He, he's anointed to do everything he has ever said he could do. So every so when it, and I love that scripture when it says every, it doesn't just say every person it has to bow. It said everything. Everything has to bow. In, in earth and in the demonic realm. Everything has to bow to the name of Jesus. Now, this is, it's funny. So I love when Bally does this teaching because I want to use it to parallel something. Bally does this teaching. He's one of the best teachers I've ever heard lay this out where he talks about that we were saved. Mm -hmm. We are saved. And we are being saved, mm -hmm. right? So that means when we're born again, our spirit is saved. That's why you should no longer refer to yourself as a sinner saved by grace. Right. That ain't what you are. Mm -hmm. You've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, right? So you are saved. Your spirit man is saved. You are being saved mm -hmm. in your soul, the transformation of the renewing mm -hmm. of your mind. Mm -hmm. And you will be saved in that day when you're going to get that new body mm -hmm. that cannot be corrupted mm -hmm. by sin, mm -hmm. right? When we talk about dominion and authority, it really looks the same way. We wonder many times why there is all of this chaos in the world. Mm -hmm. But the Bible tells us in Romans 8 that the earth is groaning because it is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of people in church. We don't have a lot of people who know their sons. Come on. Come on. We have a lot of people in church, but we don't have a lot of people who know they are sons. They're Understand. They are you lack identity. identity. You it, it a Adam was a son of God. Yes. Eve was a son of yes. God. The son of God, Jesus comes to give us our sonship back. Many of you are familiar with being in church and identifying as a Christian, but you do not identify as a son. Mm -hmm. I often send Canaan into the store for me because one of the beautiful things about having kids who can now go in the store <laughs> is that I do not have to go in the store. Canaan now has her driver's license. Mm -hmm. So I actually have her drive me to the store mm -hmm. where I can sit in the car mm -hmm. and send her in the store. Mm -hmm. Canaan usually takes my debit card in the store. Mm -hmm. She says, what do I say if they ask me why I have it? I say, you've been given the authority. Mm -hmm. See, understand. So because she understands her authority, she goes in the neighborhood market, even though I'm not in the neighborhood market with her, but she has my debit card. I'm sitting in the car. She goes in and gets everything that she needs. She then puts it confidently in the machine because she knows I have already approved the transaction. Many of you ain't putting nothing in the basket because you don't think you have the power to use the car. Mm, you don't God. use the authority. You don't use your authority. You don't use your dominion. And so then you wonder why you are being racked with all of these things because you don't know you have authority. You're waiting on God, and when God, but God is waiting on you. Oh, now, yes. here's one of the neat things about me and Canaan. Canaan is learning with my debit card how to use the authority according mm -hmm. to what she has. Mm -hmm. So she knows she can use the debit card for anything I have already told her is hers. Hear what I'm saying? Canaan does not go in the store and then ask me if she can get the things we've always already agreed she can get. You've given her pre-authorization. Pre-authorization. There, there are some things that you have discussed with her that she has a pre-authorization to know that she can get those things. 
because number one, you've had the communication or you have written them down to say, here are the things you get when you go in the store. When she goes in the store, she's not now wondering whether she can get those things because a greater authority say they already belong to her. Now look at this. But sometimes when she goes to Target with her friends, mm -hmm. she just got my card and I'm mm -hmm. at home because she used Target card because we get a discount with mm -hmm. Target card. So we use Target card and I'll say to her, she'll say, mom, how much can I spend? I say, Canaan, you can spend up to $100. But if she gets in Target and she sees something that's going to go over her budget, she doesn't just assume she has the authority right. to go beyond that. Right. She will then text me or FaceTime me and say, Mom, I know you said I could have 100 but I was wondering mm. if I could get this, and this would be up to 200 What well, Here's what Canaan will tell you. That probably very few times yep. have I ever told her no. Yep. One, she had pre-authorization and then she had the courtesy and the reverence that when she wanted to go beyond what I had told her, she asked and got permission. So then I backed that too. And she was able to ask because she had confidence in the relationship. Hey, she had confidence in the relationship to know that this is my mother and we are on good terms and she wants to bless me. So if she has it, she's going to bless me. And in our kids' mind, they don't, we don't ever not have it. So I'm going to ask her as a courtesy, but I'm only asking because I already got the confidence to know she's going to say yes. So what I hear you saying is that you've already been pre-authorized for healing. I've been pre-authorized for healing. Oh, okay. I've been pre-authorized because I read that he already says, by my stripes, you are healed. In, in fact, you know, Canaan has one of the funniest authority stories um, because she's the youngest of five kids. And when Canaan was 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 much younger, much younger, she's 15 now, she's uh, she 14. 14, she'll be 15 this year. She's much younger. Now, but when she was probably three years old, she had an older uh, sister, an older brother, and another older brother who who were who were closer to being that 10, 12 year old age. And, and I remember one time I needed the kids to come upstairs for something. And I said, Canaan, go tell the kids to come upstairs. She said, but they're not going to listen to me. I said, go tell them that daddy said they need to come up here. She got this big smile on her face. And I watched her walk down the stairs and I heard her say tonight. Now she went over authority this time. But I, I heard her say, she said, Mom, she said, Daddy said, y'all need to get y'all butt upstairs now. <laughs> because she had been authorized to tell them to do something she knew that they probably wouldn't listen to her to do. Now you ain't got to say it like that, but somebody need to tell cancer, get their butt out of here. Come somebody on. need to tell lack, get your butt out of here. Somebody need to tell defeat, get your butt out of here. My father said, y'all don't belong here and y'all got to go. And let me say this, let me say this, cause I don't know how we got on Canaan, but I think it's a relevant story for somebody, right? This is important. Canaan is the youngest. But Canaan actually receives more than our other children. Now, they all have access, but they don't all take the same authority. Mm. And I can remember times when the older kids have said to Canaan, well, we don't understand why you get X or we don't understand why you always asking for something. And Canaan has said to them something that I think is very powerful. She said, what I get from mom ain't got nothing to do with what you get from mom. That's right. Now, that just helps somebody. Y'all need to know. That just, just because Jesus blessed somebody else, don't they ain't got nothing to do with you. 
You, you can get as much as you have been already given. And that's what you need to know. What? You're not fighting. We're not jockeying for position to see who how much we can get. You have a litany of things that's already been granted to you. Uh, exhaust that first. Well, and, and here's what can be interesting. <laughs> exhaust that. Because we've had to talk to our kids, and this is the category that some of you sit in, right? I'm going to use Chase as an example now. We can, we, we've been on vacation. Whenever we go on vacation, we have a lot of budget for each kid, for mm -hmm. each thing. Right. And, and Chase, many of you are like Chase and you need to be delivered from this. Chase in his attempt to be kind mm -hmm. and to try to manage at everybody else will now not ask for the thing that he wants. That he really wants. That he really wants because he is somehow concerned that him getting the thing that he really wants and will take away will take away from somebody else. Mm -hmm. Now what happens is you think you noble when you're doing that. And it seems like a good thing to do, but it's really false humility mm -hmm. because it's really woven in the belief that your father doesn't have enough for everybody. Now I hear some of you you saying, but you don't know how it was when I grew up, but you grown now. You've been grown for 20 years. And maybe and we ain't was, talking about your earthly father. We ain't talking about we your talking about father. Your, we talking about your spiritual father who has no lack. Who has no lack. Who, who, who if lack showed up, would be abundant. Come on, <laughs> lack, come on. Lack it, couldn't it, stay lack if it showed up, it'd be abundant. Just like the dead couldn't stay dead That's around right. Jesus. That's right. If you messed around and died around Jesus, you was going to get up, even if he didn't call your name because it was so much life right. in him. And so many of you, you're over here managing business that ain't yours. You managing business ain't yours. You saying, well, God did this. And I've seen people on Facebook. I don't want to bother God. Mm -hmm. God is not crazy. God is not limited in his ability to be here with us right now and in Little Rock somewhere and in Atlanta somewhere and, 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 and wherever else he needs to be. And you, you, let me say this. You cannot deplete the power of God. There is not limited healing from cancer. There is not Come limited on. healing from COVID. There is not limited financial res resources. You, you can't limit, you can't be like, and many of you, you're in this state of management because you don't know that he has a name that is above every other name. And if there is anything that grieves me, Pastor Edwin and I have talked about this. One of the things that grieves us is to watch our kids not be able to receive what we have freely given to them because they either don't believe we have it or they won't obey mm -hmm. so they can get it. Yeah, that's right. Now, listen, them, them the two things, if you want to know what grieves the heart of a parent, it is to want to be good to a child who either will not obey so you can be good to them or they do not believe you have the power to obey. But to that's to why Jesus them. said, when you go out and make those disciples, I need you to have them to learn of me. Learn of I me. need you to have them to believe in me and I need you to have them to learn to obey me. Yes. Because he is, a, it's like being a parent. He wants to be, somebody, somebody type that in the comment section. Say, Jesus wants to be good to me. Jesus wants to be good to me. Jesus wants to be good to me. He wants and because to he wants to, because he wants to be good to me, I need to understand point number three, Come on, which is that the only, the only way I get the things that's been given to me is through, through him. Through his name. Only through his name only can you access anything from God. 
only through his name. It is through his name. What does that mean? Well, if you go to John chapter 16, verse 23 through 24, Jesus is speaking here and he lays it out for them. He says, he's talking to his disciples. He says, and in that day, he's talking about after he's departed, which is now, right? After he sent the Holy Spirit back, which is now, right? He says, and in that day, you shall ask me nothing. He says, don't, don't ask, don't, don't say, Jesus, will you give me this? Jesus, will you give me that? He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask, the person you need to ask is the Father. He said, but here's the connection. Ask it in my name. Because the Father gave me the authority and the power, so you don't have to ask me. It's not mine to give. It's the Father's. He's made it available to you, but you access the Father through me. That's why the Bible says you can't just come through any other door. The only door you can come through is Jesus. It is through his name. He says, you shall ask the father in my name. And then what? He will give it to you. He says, here too, have you asked nothing in my name? In other words, he says, right now, you're not asking nothing. You begging, you pleading, you hoping, but you had to invoke my name over Come the on. new job. Come on. You haven't invoked my name over healing. You haven't invoked my name over the repair of the relationship. You haven't revoked my name in the new house. You haven't revoked my name in, in, in anything that you're desiring to go back to school. He said, but here and too, have you asked nothing in my name? He says, but if you shall ask, you shall what? Receive, receive that why your, your joy, joy may be full. Wait, so you mean to tell me that God is so dope mm. that he actually wants to give you things that make your joy full? He has a desire. He is yearning to give you things that will make your joy full. And so much so, he says, look, I want to give you the correct formula. You know, because in mathematics, sometimes if you don't use the right formula, it, it, it don't matter how good your computation is if you don't have the right formula. He says, here is the formula. He says, number one, learn of me. Number two, believe in me. Number three, obey me. He says, and once you those things down he says now when you start to ask for stuff make sure you're asking the right person ask the father he says but the way you ask the father is in my name you come to the father through me because that's the system the father set up he said the reason you're not getting what you what you've been wanting is because you've been hoping and wishing and, and and trying to name and claim but you don't understand the power in my name and you haven't invoked it but when you invoke the power of my name, he says, you shall receive. He says, and you're going to receive it so that your joy might so be So your joy may so be So your fit. joy. Wait, wait, wait. So God is so dope Ooh, that glory he will God. put a desire <laughs> in your heart. You weren't even thinking about it. He will put a desire. That's just like this. Pastor Evan was minding his own business. And then God put a desire in his heart for me. <laughs> because it makes his joy full. Oh, girl. He didn't even know he needed a Sean Dennis. I didn't in his even know life. I could be this happy. You didn't even know it. But because the Lord wanted your joy to be full, he will put, hear me, the desires that God has put in your heart that are biblical. I got to mm -hmm. say that because we're mm -hmm. talking about obedience. Yeah, yeah. The desires that God will has put in your heart, he has not put them in your heart for them to elude you. Right. He has put them in your heart so that you can ask for them so you can receive them so your joy My might be made full <laughs> and this is so important because i gotta tell you this because you know i got a law degree now i don't practice but i got a law degree mm -hmm. a lot of people think it doesn't matter how you pray so you pray to jesus but the but jesus actually tells you don't pray to me 
He actually tells you to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then you wonder why things don't happen because you like, but I love God, but you don't love him enough mm -hmm. to follow the procedure. Mm -hmm. When I was in law school, one of the things that we learned that is in order to, to file a petition, the margin on the paper had to be one inch all the way around. I believe that's right. One inch on the top and then half or one inch around. And the font could not be bigger than 12 font. And when I was in law school, you could only use Romans or um, Romans or one other type of font to submit a brief. Mm. If you did not sit, submit the brief in that context, even though all of the information in it was right, the court would not receive it. Mm -hmm. One of the problems with not having an obedient heart to God, I'm tying it all together, is that many of you, because you see Jesus as your peer, you think you can go to court any kind of way you want to. Yeah. But prayer is a place of court. Mm. Prayer is a place of petition. And if you don't file a petition correctly, the court clerk, um, they will not receive it into the documents of the court. So when I refuse to learn to pray, that's why y'all need to be in Chandra's programs about learning how mm -hmm. to pray effectively. Because when you refuse to learn to pray effectively, see, understand, God is not moved by your tears. Mm -mm. God is not moved by your begging. Mm -mm. God is not moved because you ran around the building. God is not removed because you laid on the floor and you and you got wrapped up in cover. God is moved when we come to him the way he has instructed us to come to Amen. him. And some of you, if you would just change the font, pray in the name of Jesus. Mm. If you would just come in faith, pray in the name of Jesus, then what you have been begging for, you will see God has already freely given it to you. Somebody type this in the comment section. Say Jesus is the gateway to every blessing. Jesus is the Jesus gateway. is the listen. It's oh 140 God, you, of y'all on the various you, platforms. Y'all ought to flood the comment section with that. Jesus is the gateway to every blessing, whether that's healing, whether that's in finance. We're talking total life prosperity in every area of life. I'm telling you, Jesus is the gateway. All right, number four. Number four. Everything Jesus is and carries is in his name it's in his name who that's so good everything everything jesus is everything jesus is and everything that he and carries. everything that he My carries God. is in his name mm -hmm. i just want y'all to say law on that see in the old testament god was revealed in all these different names mm. he we would call him jehovah rapha we would call him Elohim, we would call him Yahweh, all of these different names. But the Bible says that God took all the ways he had been revealed and some that he had not. Mm -hmm. And he brought them all under one name, the My name God. of Jesus. Name of Jesus. See, in a polytheistic society, they believe they have to have a God of the harvest yes. and they have to have a God of sun and yeah. a God of fertility and a God of happy marriage and a God of this and all of that. But Jesus comes to say, listen, you don't need all of them many gods. And in fact, you don't even have to know all of the names of God, because if you know that the name of Jesus, it consumes every attribute yes. of God yes. and every bit of power My of God, God, it will change how you live. Mm -hmm. Mark 16, 17 through 18 says, and these signs shall follow them. Mm -hmm. And these signs shall follow them that. I was say, who is the them? Them, them <laughs> that. Who is the them? Them, them that, that. Them that do what? Believe. Believe.
and in my name in my name in my name mm -hmm. under my authority under my power they will cast out devils see i want to say this all the devils we talking about they not devils that's got you wrestling in the floor right they they they're they, they not red demons with horns and pitchforks that's yeah need to get that some some of the devils is is the fact that you want to do what you want to do come on it, it, some of it is selfishness Mm -hmm. Some of it being, being being an egomaniac. I mean, those are all demonic issues that people have. Rebellion. Rebellion. Anxiety. Mm -hmm. Listen, and there are some things that because there are some things that we don't want to acknowledge that they are devils because people got them from trauma. Anything antithetical to God is a devil. No, say it again, Pastor. Anything that is antithetical to God is a devil. If it's anti-God, if it goes against God in any kind of way, it is a devil. Period. Just one more time. Anything that is antithetical to God is a devil. If it goes against God, it's a devil. If it goes against God. If it goes against God. It's a devil. It's a devil. It's a devil. It's a devil. Mm -hmm. He says, but in my name, they shall cast out devils. So I can use the authority of Jesus to get rebellion out of my heart. And here's why you have to be careful to Come make on, sure you're it, using the name of Jesus. There's this funny story that we know in the Bible where these guys got together and was going to cast a demon out of somebody, but they, but they weren't doing it in Jesus' name. They was like, wait, we seen Paul do it. Wait a minute. We didn't see other disciples and other followers of Christ do this. And the Bible says that they, they went to it was the seven sons of Sceva. It says and they went to him. They said in the name of, of, of the Paul, the name of Jesus that Paul them know, uh -huh. the name of Jesus that John them know. It says in that name, come out. The demon, the Bible says the demon looked at them like, wait a minute. And he actually said to them. Yeah, he, he said, said, he said, now, Jesus, I know. Jesus, I know. And, and Paul, and Paul I'm acquainted with. I know him too. He said, but who are you? And the Bible says that that demon jumped on those men, not just one of them, seven, seven of them. them. He didn't just jump on them, Sean. He jumped on them. He beat them and stripped them of their clothes. And as you know, in their custom, it was a, it was it was a shame to be seen naked. He chased them out of the house naked because they was trying to operate in a power that they didn't know anything about. So what I hear you saying is some of the saints is naked. Because they are trying to operate in a Jesus they heard about, not one they know. Beaten oh, and okay. naked. <laughs> okay. Because they're right. trying to operate. That, that, that's why you're getting wore out. Because you're trying to operate in the power of your education. You're trying, you're to, trying to operate in the power of your bank account. You're trying to operate in the power of your connections. Your network. Your network. You know, and all that stuff is good to a degree, but it ain't going to get you what the name of Jesus will get you. Yes. And it says, and they'll speak with new tongues. Uh -huh. And I want to say this. This ain't just praying in tongues. Anybody who encounters Jesus, your speech will be different. Mm -hmm. You will speak with new tongues. because There'll many, be new wisdom to come out of new you. New wisdom that comes out of your mouth, right? So we're not just, yes, you'll be filled with the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. with the evidence of speaking in tongues. But some of you pray in tongues, but then you talk the rest of the way. You talk the same way the rest of the time. Reckless. Reckless. Mm -hmm. Your mouth just reckless. You just say what you want to say. It says, but those who believe you're going to get a new tongue and they're going to take up serpents. Serpents, they represent sp um, spiritual wickedness in high places, different things like this. It says literally, it don't mean go out here and pick up no snakes, guys. Mm. That's not what this scripture means. 
And I know that some people teach that, but that's just stupid. That's that's not that's it's stupid. It literally is talking about spiritual things. These things, these serpents that try to weave their way into your life, that try to weave their way around your heart, weave their way around your mind. And it says literally, you shall take up these serpents. You will take up. You put more description. You take up the serpents, and if you drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt you. And you shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall re cover mm -hmm. you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover sometimes you the sick yeah sometimes you gotta learn how to lay hands on yourself mm -hmm. and say self we gonna get up from this place i'm tired of being sick in my soul i'm tired of being sick in my money i'm tired of being sick in my body but if you don't know the authority of the name of Jesus and you have this wrong teaching, you will think that you are called to manage what Jesus has delivered you from. Now you just set some folks free because some folks thought that they had to have a pastor lay hands on them. Mm -mm. They thought they had to go to another conference. They mm -mm. thought they had to get loosed again. They thought they had to go pull a lever again. They mm -mm. thought they had to do some trick or something. But what I heard you just say is that when they understand the power in the name of Jesus, when they understand their identity in Christ, and when they understand they can access the Father, the Father has healing, they can access the Father in his name, they can then lay hands on themselves and recover. No, the, that the power is in them. They I'm can saying. lay hands on themselves and recover. So in other words, whatever Jesus can do, I can do when I do it through his name as I access the Father. Because the same power that's in heaven is the same power that's in me. Now, that makes religious folks upset. You know that. It does. You got to know that. That I makes religious people upset when you tell care. them no that the same though. power that God has is the same power that Jesus has. And it's the same power the Holy Spirit has. And because I have the Holy Spirit in me and because I know the power in the name of Jesus and because I know the right formula, I can access the Father. So anything I ask shall be given to me so that my joy be full. That makes religious people mad. It does make religious people. <laughs> oh, but great joy doesn't give to us. But great joy, great doesn't give joy to us. doesn't give to us. Listen, we may stop here. We got, we got. No, let's do one more, and then we'll come back and do the other five next week. I like that. I'm let's glad do the other that you're, five next week. We're not going to rush that. through this, but listen, let's give you this. Wait, one. wait, listen. Mm -hmm. Are y'all being blessed by this? Are you are you understanding your authority? I need some comments talking about what you learn and what what's happening for you. Because let me tell you something. We're not just trying. We're trying to change how you live. We are trying to move you from a people who live as victims. We are trying to move you from a people who believe that you are subject to life circumstances to being a people who realize that if you subject to God, life circumstances are subject to you. Amen. See, if you subject yourself to God, then life circumstances, they become subject to you. And literally, I believe there are some people this week, you're going to break out some things that all of this time you thought that God had you in a holding pattern. You thought God, because you because you say this stuff that's just, it's not even Bible. God won't put more on you than you can bear. Um, God don't put more on you than you can bear, but you can certainly pick up stuff he never intended you to have. And whatever's on you, the name of Jesus is big enough to get you out of it. Come on in. So, so I don't even want, so I don't, I don't know what's on you. I don't know how it's bearing you, but what I can tell you is it's not more weightier than the blood. It's not more weightier than Jesus Christ himself. He's giving you all that authority and all that power. And if you understand his name and you access it correctly, there is nothing you can't, you, they can, they can hold you down. There's nothing you can't withstand and overcome. Oh, come on. Do number five. So number five, here, here's, the, here's the fifth thing you need to know. 
His name is at work 24-7. Okay? It don't, it don't take breaks. Uh, it don't take the weekends off. No vacation. It don't matter whether it's midnight or whether it's noonday or any time in between. His name is at work 24-7. In fact, go ahead. Listen, there's 140, almost 150 of you on here. Go ahead and type this in the comment section. Say his name his always name works. Always works. His name always works come on his name always works here's what the bible says in revelations chapter 1 verse 18 it says i am he that liveth somebody ought to just give god some praise if we was in church i tell you to give god a yes. 13 second praise break we would give we would stop what we was doing we'd have valley on the keys we have skills on the drums or guitar whatever instrument she was choosing to play because she could play them all and we would i'm telling you absolutely get started praising god My because god. he says i am he that liveth he says, and was dead, and behold, I am alive for how long? Forevermore. Evermore. He said, death, had, Forever, ever. death thought it had me, but it really didn't have me. I had death. I fooled death into taking me to his home so I could take everything that death had, bring it back, and give you the keys. He says, I am he that was dead, and now I live, and I will live forevermore. He says, and I have the keys of what? Hell and death. So whatever hell is plaguing you, God got the key to it. Whatever death you may be experienced, God got the key to it. I don't care if it's sickness. I don't care if it's financial. I don't care if it's vocational. I don't care if it's relational. God got the keys. God got the keys. Somebody type that in the comment section. And you Say, got God keys. got keys. And now I got keys. I got keys. I got, he got the master key. He has oh, created the key for me. That's good. And he has given me the key. That's so good. I, he got the master key to everything. But now he's created a copy of the key. And how many of you know that when you got a copy of the key, you can do the same thing that the master key does. So I can open up the door to healing. I can open up the door to financial freedom. I can open up the door to a happy marriage. I can, oh, somebody ought to open up some doors this morning. What doors are you opening? In the comment section right now, tell us what doors you're going to be open. Because you've been broke too long. Come on, what doors are you and opening? you've been sick too long. What doors are you opening? And you've been bound opening? too long. Come and on. it's your day to get up and come it out. Is your year of release. It's open some doors. I want you to hear this. When Jesus called Lazarus, back to life mm. he did not go in the grave and get it he did not he said lazarus come forth yeah there are some things oh and the bible says that when lazarus came got forth, excited? he came like i did get excited because i thought i got this image in my mind G jesus calls him forth and even though he was bound he still came the bible says he came Boy. bound in his grave so you might be bound but when jesus calls your name when you understand the authority in the name of jesus even if you bound you'll still come the bible says that lazarus was bound in his grave clothes wait a minute. but at the name of jesus he still came wait a minute so what you telling me <laughs> is that it don't matter how wrapped up tied up and tangled i am i am is that if i hear the name come of jesus on. and i start moving it ain't a devil <laughs> it ain't a body come on. it ain't nothing that can come help. out boy you be free my be God. delivered my God. even if you bound you gotta come even if you bound you gotta come <laughs> glory to god I am he that liveth. And so then the pattern says, 
mm. that I, I come in bondage. Mm-hmm. And then he says, loose them and let him go. Loose them and let him go. I may come with my bondage. Mm-hmm. I may I, I may come sin with maybe trying to hang on. Seeing seeing maybe have me wrapped I, I, I'm, up, tied I'm walking. up and tangled. Oh, I wish God. I could demonstrate my this. God, I, I'm walking God. and I'm bound and seeing still fornication still got me. Alcohol still got me. Lying still got me. Gossip still got me. But when I when I when I obey God, he'll say loosen and let him go. Loose him and let him go. He's got to let you go. My God. You can't be bad. Baby, somebody coming out there. Somebody coming, I'm coming out, out. Gray You ought to be typing right that right now. now. I'm coming God, out. Come I'm on coming out. Because as you Glory come to, God. to him, and this is demonstrating. I'm so glad we stopped him right here. This is, so, this is demonstrated mm. in scripture. Even the man in the cemetery. The chains couldn't hold him. The chains couldn't hold him. The demons were tormenting him. They tried to throw him in the fire and in the water and all kinds of stuff. He could not even keep clothes on. Mm. But when he began to respond to Jesus, those demons could not hold him. They couldn't hold him. See, there are some things Mm. that have been holding you because you wouldn't respond Mm. to Jesus. But I'm telling you, mm. there's some acts of obedience. There are some things, even for some of you right Ooh, now, even God. just the lifting of your <laughs> hands. Literally, there are some of you we that the enemy, some chairs God, if we was together right now. There are some of you <laughs> that literally the enemy has tried to shut off your praise. You don't know when the last time you lifted up your you hands. You want to jump you up wherever when you the are last right time now and give him some praise. But God. I wish somebody Hallelujah. would just right now in Glory your house to God. would lift your hands, Glory would to do God. a dance right where yeah. you are. Yes. We'll begin to decree. Let me demonstrate. My you. God, come listen, on, come on. I know. Because some of you need a little help. Come some on. Because you, you think because you in church, in virtual church, but listen, if you just get up Glory and start to moving, God. if you just lift Glory your hands, to God. things that have been yes. holding you would break off yes. of you. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Somebody just jumped out their bed. Somebody just jumped out their couch. And because he lives forever, it don't matter what time you decide to do it. If you decide right now that, oh, I couldn't do that, and then 15 minutes from now, you decide, I'm going to give God some praise. He's still alive. And because he's still alive, he is always with us, and he is never on break. Jesus is never on a break. I I hear this by the Holy Spirit. Some of you, even in your own house, because of the longevity Mm. of the pandemic, Right now, if you'll begin to lift your hands, if you'll begin to open your Bring mouth, some literally joy. that heaviness that has been I in your you house right yes. now, even now, if yes. you'll begin to just open up your mouth right where you are, mm-hmm. you'll begin to let out and you begin to declare. I want you to begin to say over your house, power begin in to declare over your house, Jesus, Jesus Lord, over yes. this house. There is great peace in this house. There is great joy in Call this house. It. Call on, come on and make an exchange. Take off that garment of heaviness. Yes. Take off that garment of depression. Take off that garment of anxiety. Some of you, you need to do this. You need to go and you need to lay hands on your bed. And you need to say, when I lay here, I will have sweet mm-hmm. sleep. Some of you have not been sleeping through the night. Mm-hmm. Your sleep has been disturbed. You're you're out of, you're, you're just discombobulated. Some of you need to open up your door. I don't care how cold it is. You need to open it up for a few seconds and expel all that heaviness out of your door. I know it may sound silly to some people, but I'm telling you, your act of faith to open up that door and just expel that heaviness. 
it is out and tell heaven is that is this is not your home you cannot live here the power of the name of jesus is here and it brings great joy it and brings great, great joy. peace with it i love that that's what we're doing we're releasing the joy of the lord over great you right joy now. Great joy over you right now. I'm telling you, listen, Lord if, God. Let, and I want you to understand this. If you even <laughs> think this is you, you ought to get up and open Ooh. that door. If Ooh. you even think it's you, if you if, if you've been if your sleep's been interrupted, if you if you feel anxious, if you just if you just been and you know you, heavy, you, you know what heaviness feels like, like you just can't wait for the next day to come. Listen, if that's you, I'm telling you, great joy. We said we said that this was a season of harvest and it was a year of release. We are harvesting joy and we are releasing anything that will stop us from going from experiencing it. Because in Jesus' name, this is going to be the year of release. We're releasing the bad stuff and receiving everything God has for us. Amen. I just want you to glory to God in your home that your glory home is to a God. place of peace. Glory to that God. That your home is a place of peace. Your <laughs> home is a place of peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may be tired of being there, Ooh, but it's still glory to God. It's a place of peace. Your home is a place of peace. It is a place of joy. And listen, we know it to be true because when the when people came, My goodness, when people came during the remodel. People would say to all us, these, they, they sure people did. would say to all us during all the contractors yes. would say to us in our house that they could feel some. They didn't say peace. They would say, we love to come here. Yeah, we love to come here. One, one, we, one, 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 one guy said, y'all house just has this calmness about it. Your house, he said, he said, even though all this stuff is going on, y'all house just seemed calm. That's, that's the only words he had for that. That our house seems calm. And let me tell you, because I want to I want you to know my secret. I want you to know the secret of my petition. The Bible says that we are ambassadors of Christ. That means that my house is an embassy. Mm -hmm. If I am an ambassador, my house is an embassy. Mm -hmm. That means to me. Ooh, glory to God. That there is an open portal that connects my house to heaven. Yes. If you go to the embassy, everybody's watched a spy movie, some kind of movie that if you can just get to the embassy, mm -hmm. you're safe. So my belief is that our house is an embassy. We have dedicated. Mm -hmm. But I want to tell you this. This is the part of it. You can't live like anything in your house and have your house be an embassy. Reverend, say that one more time. You can't live like anything and let your house be an embassy. Mm -hmm. So my house is an embassy because I am an ambassador. Mm -hmm. That means I don't do everything in my house mm. and I don't let everything in my house. Mm -hmm. And some of you have everything in your house because you do anything wow. in your house. You allow anything. You allow anything mm -hmm. in your house. You mm -hmm. say anything in your you house. You let it show up on your on your tablets and on your phones you and on your You watch anything TV. in your house. Yeah, yeah. But my house is an embassy. That means that my house has the right mm -hmm. to have the atmosphere of heaven. Mm -hmm. My house has the atmosphere of heaven. For us, we believe that means, that we believe that means that every embassy has guards. Mm -hmm. There are angels that stand guard in our house. Absolutely. There and, are and angels, on our street. And on our street. Absolutely. On our street. And I want you to begin to declare your house. I love it. Your, your vehicle, when you yes. get in your car and drive, your vehicle, no, no ambassador is moving 
without a fleet with them, without representatives mm-hmm. with them. You know, Pastor, talk about when you used to have to work in D.C. and you would see how they would shut down those streets for um those ambassadors and in front of yeah, those embassies. Which, which was really probably very familiar to people who live out there, but that was very new for me. You know, I was traveling. I was go- I was leaving Arkansas on a Monday, uh, flying out to D.C. And I, I, I lived over by DuPont Circle and I'd have to walk up uh, to the metro. And there were various different times where they would literally have the police officers standing in the middle of the streets and, and they wouldn't let us cross the street at the crosswalk. And you would see these uh, certain cars, typically pretty expensive looking cars come by. And I asked a guy one time, I said, what's going on? And he said, oh, it's probably one of the one of the ambassadors uh, from the embassy. This particular time, uh, if you know that particular area, the, the, the Italian embassy is down there. And that's who was passing by. There were times that, uh, that, that, the, that the vice president, uh, who was our current president, Joe Biden at the time, was coming from Blair House. And he was going to the White House and they shut certain streets down. Uh, or the president was coming and you could see the helicopters going and they would shut things down. Listen, just like they had to do observance for those dignitaries, we have, we, our, our house, wherever we go, is an ambassador of heaven. And so when we are traveling, when we are moving around in the kingdom, things have demonic forces can't just come freely. They can't just get wherever they want to go. And when we live like something, we get to experience something. I just saw this so clear. Hear this by the Holy Spirit. For this next level, the path is cleared. You will walk in effortlessly. Okay. Now you gotta say it again. Y'all need to receive. So some stuff you don't, some stuff you catch, some stuff you 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 have to catch it when it's said. So say it again. For this next level. For this next level, the path is cleared. Your path is clear. Your path is clear. It's cleared. So, sometimes you have to fight. Sometimes mm. you gotta cut through the brush. Mm. You're not cutting nothing. Yeah, no, You're just walking in. No brush. No, no you're entanglements. Just in. It's just a clear path. You will walk in effortlessly yes. because you are walking. Yes, there it is. In conjunction and following the instruction of the king. Will you receive that? Will you receive that this morning? I know we I know we got excited because we get excited about the name of Jesus. We, we we try not to preach these other points and we so excited about all 10 of the points and we just shared half on with you. But will you receive that this morning that for this for your next level? My path is clear. Type that in the comment section. Say for my make it personal for my next level. My path is clear. You only got to do one thing for this next level. Mm. Obey. Obey God. That's all you got to do. Obedience. You ain't got to know the right people. Obedience you ain't gotta... is your vehicle on your cleared path. Ooh, that's good. That's Obedience good. is your vehicle on your cleared path. That's it. That's it. Obedience. And I hear this. We getting ready to go, guys. Ooh, we getting ready to go. Look, they done hung in here, too. He got up to, he got up to 157. He got good. Go. But um, <laughs> there is a couple of years ago, the Lord gave us a song. And, mm. and I'm you know, I'm not a great singer, but I, I really hear from heaven. When I'm the not Lord a singer released, at all. <laughs> when the Lord is releasing a word and, and give me some water. to give us this word that we would go to bed one place and wake up somewhere else. 
And many of us have seen that begin to be lived out, but we're not done with that. We mm -hmm. have not fully experienced the expression of that truth. Mm -hmm. And that is why you need to understand that for many of you, they're going to seemingly be some suddenly moments about some things you need to change suddenly. I was talking to someone yesterday and they were talking about how they needed to get out of their house, not because they were in danger or fear, but it literally was like the house just didn't fit them anymore. Mm -hmm. That is literally that go to bed one way. We'll go to bed one place, wake up over here. You're going to go to bed there. You're going to wake up here. Literally, there is an alignment and an adjusting that heaven is doing. Do you see that? There is an alignment and an adjusting that heaven is doing. Many of you, you think you're delayed. You think that you're out of place. You think that you're too late, but you're not because heaven is adjusting. And as you get in this vehicle of obedience, you are literally, hear me. I, and we said this, I think we said this two years ago. And, and we saw it. We saw, I saw it in my business. You are going to make five years worth of progress in a year. I'll hear that. You're going, did you hear what five I said? Five years of You're progress. going to make five years. What it used to take you five years to do. Yeah, you better hear what my I'm God. saying. What it used to take in I, the name I received of that Jesus, for my life. What it used to take you five years it. to do. I received that for my the life. The deliverance it used to take you five years to get. The money it used to take you five years to get. The breakthroughs it used to take you the, five years I'm to get. I'm declaring that the wisdom it would have taken me five years to acquire. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. About, 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 about investing, about real estate, all the things that I try to learn. I declare five years of acceleration will be squashed into a year's time for me. I receive that. that. In fact, I receive you, when it. you give your offering today. And if this bless, if this message has been a blessing to you, I know a lot of times at the end, people just start clicking off and that's fine. But if this has been a, a, a blessing to you, don't rob yourself by, by, by not solidifying this. This is your opportunity to sow seed. To sow, not into us so much as it is to sowing seed into you understanding and believing what you've received today. Somebody got free today. No, somebody There's got some people free got free today. I, I can sense somebody, it. Somebody got free from a divorce wound today. Mm. Somebody mm. got free from a divorce wound today. And, and somebody who got free from a divorce wound, you actually, I see this by the spirit, you're actually married again, but you're still wounded by the first marriage. And so you still, so you sometimes show up with the second spouse like they're the first spouse, but today you're releasing mm. that because what it used to take you five years to do, you're going to do in a day, in a year. Ooh, in a day. Mm, I like that. We'll take that too. Suddenly. We'll take that too. It's a season of suddenly. We'll take that too. We'll take See, it. that's how fast the Holy Ghost can switch he'll the thing you on from you right a year there. To a, he'll take from a year to a day. Five years in a day. Five years in a day. You just got to be, you just, you just need to believe it's, learn, learn of me, believe of me and obey. Five years in a day. Did you hear that? Did you hear how the Holy Spirit switched it? I See, received you gotta it. Learn how, I received the year, now I received the five day. Five years in a day. I received it. Five years in a day. There's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing impossible for God. If he, if he said, if I can believe five years to a year, then I can believe five years to one. The enemy right then wanted to say, well, how, well, how are you going to do it in a day with God? Five years. I refuse to be afraid of receiving what God has for me. If God says five years, if he's, if it was going to take five and then he's going to take a day, I receive what God says. So what's the vehicle? Because we got to make sure yes. we're clear on this. What's Obedience the vehicle? is my vehicle to this clear path. Obedience. Obedience. You're gonna obey. Your I'm gonna way obey God. Yep. You're gonna obey your way. In. Man, I hope y'all were blessed by that. Now, I just gotta tell you this. Now, listen. 
everything we said was absolutely amazing and it's absolutely true. My God. But if you don't know Jesus, you don't qualify. But you can qualify right now. If you don't know Jesus, you can't even use his name. But you can decide right now right that you now. want to accept Jesus. Right some now. of you, you need to come home. Yep. Some of you, some of you need to accept Jesus from the first time for the first time, but some of you need to come home. And what do I mean by come home? You've never stopped calling yourself a Christian, but your life doesn't reflect the mm. obedience. Or you just haven't even been believing. You, you call yourself a Christian, but you've been an unbelieving believer. Unbelieving you haven't, believer. not that you're doing anything wrong and you're going out there doing a lot of wrong things, but, but, but you haven't been believing in that and to not believe in sin. And so today is a day you can fix all of that. You can fix all of it. I just want to say this because Lasandra just said something I thought I thought was so I thought it was so telling that she had the courage to say it. She said, I refuse to be afraid of what God has for me. Yes. And because and, and here's the thing, because we've been so manipulated by religion, mm -hmm. we've been so manipulated by mm -hmm. religion that we are afraid to be blessed. Mm -hmm. We are afraid to live as good as God wants us to live. I won't be afraid. But we got how do you get how do you get out of that fear? It's only one way. Yep. You have to sink in his love. Mm -hmm. You have to become clear about how much he loves you. You got to take that journey we talked about where you, where you walk out 1,750 feet with the Lord. Come on. <laughs> and then you got to walk out another 1,750 feet. And then you go out a little ways and it's around your ankles and it's at your knees and it's at your waist. And then before you know it, you're swimming in that thing. You're swimming in that thing. It's Obedience is the vehicle to get you there. Yes, you got you got to just sink in his love and understand that God is not a terrorist. God uh, is not set. God mm. is we got to dismantle this belief. Yeah, God is not a terrorist. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be afraid to receive all of his goodness. Mm -hmm. And I talked about this on my live on the way coming over this morning. There's so many people you don't believe you can really have all of the areas of success. Mm. And and it's because it's, it's this misappropriated teaching about Paul and the thorn of his flesh like that, because Paul was doing so good that God had to terrorize him in some kind of way. And many of you, you need to redo your view of God because you think he's schizophrenic and you think he's a terrorist. He's and not. he's not. He's not. God is not dangling. God has not said to you, I would that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. God has not said to you, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly to then get upset because you got a good marriage and a good family. And so now he got to take your job to keep you humble. And for those of you who've been taught that God does not use tragedy to keep no, people humble. No, he God uses the Holy Spirit as his teacher. Mm -hmm. God is God. God, oh, she's she's saying she said what you said, but I yeah, I, but she I want, said it though. She wrote it, so that's she the, wrote so, you, so, so I gave you the credit for saying it. <laughs> that's right. Because I think we need to call out that many of us, if we're honest. We are terrified to live as good as God wants us to live. Mm -hmm. We feel like we don't deserve it. We feel like God will somehow take it from us. We feel like we will invoke more of the devil if we do it. Mm. And some of you, you're actually more afraid of God in the terror sense, mm. not the reverence mm -hmm. sense, than you are of the devil. Because it's like, and it's because you've heard things like that God made your grandma sick because you were shacking. Yeah. And he didn't. He didn't. Or that God killed somebody to get your attention. He didn't. God uses the Holy Spirit to teach us. The whole, Jesus did not say, when I go away, I'm going to leave tragedy to be your teacher. I'm going to leave trauma to be your teacher. I'm going to leave abuse to be your teacher. He says, I am going to leave the Holy Spirit 
When God wants to teach you a lesson, he sends the Holy Spirit, not trauma and terror. The reason people believe that, though, is because God can be so good at working out your trauma that you thought he needed it. Mm. See, God is so good at the turnaround that you thought he needed it to get you there. But that ain't the case. He's just so good at the turnaround. He's just so good at restoration. But he didn't need you to go through in order to get you there. So y'all break up with that. Dismantle those lies. Listen, give your life to Jesus. Come back to the Lord if you need to come back to the Lord. Become a virtual partner. And when you sow today, I want you to sow. And I want you to say five to one. In, in, if you give online, oh, there's a on, note on, on there. Any platform, there's, there's a note there's a way you can do it. There's a note there or something. On a note, five, all you gotta do is say five to one. Five to one. We'll, we'll, when we when when we take a look at those this week, we'll know every seed that came in that was five to one. Five to one. We, we declare that over your life. We declare it over our lives. Over our lives. We receive it over our lives. <laughs> we receive and our in lives. advance, we declare a five to one harvest of your financial seed today. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, Hallelujah. come back and join us next week. Communion I, tonight. Communion tonight. Come back and join us next week. I'm not going to say that we're going to be any less hype because this is just when you talk about the name of Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. It's just, it's, 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 you just get hype. If you know him, if you know him, if you know him you're going to you know be hype him. about it. So join us tonight at 6 p.m. Uh, the link is there. If you somehow you can't find the link, Say something in the comment section somewhere. One of us, one of our team members, one of the pastors, somebody will see it and and, and we'll get you the right information. But again, you can go uh, to the Fellowship of Champions uh, church page uh, on Facebook. Uh, It should be pinned at the top as one of the announcements. The same thing is true on our local Northwest Arkansas group. And the same thing is true in our virtual group. Uh, So we hope to at least see you at six. If you don't have questions, that's fine. You can jump off of that. But come and join communion with us. I mean, after a teaching like this, you want to come together and take communion. We're going to try to wait and take it. We might take it twice. We might take it when we get home and then then take it again. Because after a word like this, we're going to jump into communion. And then we'll take it again. Somebody says, can you take communion that time? He says, it's often as you do it <laughs> just do it in remembrance it. of me as often as you do it listen so. let's just end with some worship 13 seconds as we're going out just thank god for what he said to you over today people said they already sold so they're saying they're they five, to five one to one hey chris come back in can you just bring us i mean just give us a little something as the people go out this way just we just 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 worship because something powerful happened today unmute chris yeah yes Glory to God. I will bless thee, O Lord. Oh, we can hear you. Amen. I will bless thee, O Lord, with the heart of thanksgiving. I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord. With the heart of thanksgiving, 
I will bless thee, O Lord. Come on and help me sing that again. I will bless thee, O Lord. For your faithfulness, I will bless thee, O Lord. For your love and kindness with the heart of thanksgiving. Are you thankful? I will bless thee, O Lord. Come on, let it ring out. I will bless thee, O Lord. We thank you for your word. I will bless thee, O Lord, with the heart of thanksgiving. I will bless thee, O Lord. We love you guys so much. We're praying for you. We're believing God that you would just have signs and wonders and miracles flow in your life, that you would just see the increase of God on every area of your life, that there would be an increase of peace, that there would be an increase of wisdom, that there would be an increase of abundance. We declare that your soul is preserved and that he is presenting you wholly to himself and that he that started a good work and you will perfect it. We declare that your home is a place of peace and it is, a, yes. it, is it is an embassy and the portals of heaven is opened over your house. We declare that you are whole and free from every disease and every destructive force. We declare that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. We declare that you are done with dead spaces in your life. We declare that no weapon formed against you shall prosper and that you shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. We declare that every plot and plan of the enemy against your life is ashes and we declare that out ashes. of your mouth you will proclaim ashes. the goodness of the Lord and tell the whole world yes. that Jesus is Lord. Lord. We'll Amen. see y'all at 6 o'clock. Y'all have a great day. We love y'all so much. God bless you.